Have you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. It is time to do another podcast. It is the 18th episode of the Open Bar Talk podcast. This is a podcast where I sit down with bartenders and they tell me the stories of their fucking lives and all the crazy shit that they have seen. Uh, if you want to find the show, you can do that. Openbartalk at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, you know, send us questions, all that shit. We appreciate uh, all the feedback. Uh, if you want to find the podcast on social media, uh, it's Open Bar Talk at on Instagram, rather. And, you know, if you go on to that, yeah, I post uh, some funny stories of, from my fucking crazy bar days. Those are fun stories to read. They're all up there. Um, and if you want to find me personally, uh, I am at Jim Search on all social media. JimSearchComedy.com uh, is another good place to uh, get a hold of me. Uh, to look up this show platform-wise, uh, you can do that. Go to iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. On all those platforms, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, uh, tell a friend, uh, get it out to the universe because we need people to listen to this podcast because these bartenders have some wild shit to talk about. And speaking of bartenders with wild shit to talk about, I'm going to introduce our guest for today. Uh, very funny dude. I met you what, a couple of years ago, right? Was at, uh, we were at a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were talking shit about white people. Uh, yeah, always, always. <laughs> all the time uh, stay stay trying to get canceled out here uh, you know what i mean uh but you know i'm very excited you know we've been talking about uh, trying to get you on the show uh, you're a very funny dude i'm very excited to hear your stories from the bar world uh jay castillo everybody how you doing sir appreciate you my man how you doing how you doing Oh man, you know, again, uh, we were talking about this before the show, but it's like now, oh, I should also point out, uh, and I've done this every episode, but you should know that we are recording this during the global pandemic of 2020. So, uh, this is all remote. Uh, but when people ask, you know, how you doing, that is such a loaded question, but we don't know how it's to greet people. Uh, and we all know how we're doing, but, um, in answer to your question, I'm doing okay. You know what? I'm maintaining, um, you know, I'm trying to stay busy. This podcast has certainly helped. Uh, you are the first person I've actually talked to today. So welcome. Or I'm sorry. Either one of those. Well, you know what? I want to say you, the first answer is good. You're welcome. Right. <laughs> Don't say you're sorry. Well, we'll see. I mean, if you shit the bed here, sir, uh, and then this podcast never sees the light of day, then yes, I, I, you can apologize. But as of right now, we're doing great. Um, so, sir, uh, you know, again, I'm uh, very excited to have you on the show here today. Um, you know, why don't you, you know, you've been a bartender. Uh, you're no longer in the life, the bartending world. Uh, but, you know, tell us a little bit about how you got into it. How What, what brought you in? Uh, so... I was in Miami, from Miami, mm-hmm. um, bored, and uh, going out to bars, seeing the life they live as bartenders. Sure. Uh, I'm like, I want to do that. Okay. Uh, early 2000s, so early 2000s Miami, so booty music, mm-hmm. beautiful people. All I see is these dudes get hit on by chicks. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> so, so I went to bartending school like an idiot. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I've done this show again. This is now the 18th time, and there have definitely been a fair share of bartenders who've done the show. Just like, don't ever go to bartending school. Never in their life. What a waste of money. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they just took my money and laughed at me. Um, so I went to bartending school, and then after I didn't get a job doing that, I did my side hustle, and I got in. Mm-hmm. I got into a little rinky-dink place just doing – like dive bar bartending. Okay. Like shot in a, like shot in a beer sort of deal. Beer, yeah. Single liquor drinks, vodka sodas, rum and cokes. So now was this, so this, uh, rinky dink dive bar, was this in Miami? You were doing it? Was this? In Miami. Okay. Yeah, got it. Was it. In Miami. Cause you know, it's interesting. Like when I think of, I've never been to Miami, but you know, when I think about Miami, I do think of like the booty music and just hot women hitting on, like what you said. Bars, clubs. But, How I got into it definitely wasn't what I wanted, right? Sure. Like, this is gross. Everybody's old. I'm like, <laughs> nobody's flashing me. Where are the big booty bitches at? Like, it was none of that. <laughs> it was none of that. I, Journey they, was on repeat, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is not where my heart is. You know, this my heart. Not what's happening. Uh, so, so, so there is like a dive bar scene in Miami. Is there is. There is. Interesting. I, you know, I mean, there's a dive bar everywhere, right? But I didn't think that, you know, again, just at the level uh, that there would be a scene in Miami. But yeah, it's just, it's just a little different. So imagine like, uh, like every character in the dive bar is like Scarface characters, right? That's what it is. <laughs> just like, Yo. just like they're, when they're not in the clubs, they're in the dive bars. Like, mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of coke. Yeah. Smoking cigars. A lot of uh, uh, flower prints, silk shirts. <laughs> but a lot of deals going down, if lot, you know what I'm saying. A lot of deals, yep. You know, a lot of free spirits, a lot of, you know, <laughs> rush, rush to the Yayo. <laughs> I know, I know my Scarface. I know my Scarface. <laughs> so, so you get in, all right, so you get into the dive bar scene, right? Um, yeah. So what is that like when you're like, again, you know, it's certainly not the big booties, but, you know, there's, I'm sure there's some characters that you, I mean, you got to bartend, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's exactly. It's, it's chill. It's relaxing. It's, um, it's what you expect at a dive bar, right? People are slow paced, chilling. Mm-hmm. You have your regulars. You have people just drinking to drink as opposed to drinking for anything else. Gotcha. It's, right? It, it, I mean, frame. It sounds like, it, well, you know, and I think what's interesting about, you know, I think dive bars in Miami is that, like, I would think at least it's like Miami, that is a place to be seen, right? Like, there are places that you go so people see you there, and now they see you there, and so now you're important. So that, it, and then, like, a dive bar is really the quintessential opposite. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and you can, and it's visible as hell. Like, it's usually visible anyway. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you get a straggler, but it is absolutely the opposite of everything you think Miami is. And, wow, no shit, man. It's, it's honestly, it's, it's weird. It's weird and trippy. It's trippy as hell. Now, here's my question, right? Is because again, you have like the, uh, you know, the, the elite who party in Miami. Now, had, did you ever have any of them? come through your dive bar like just like the oh, super hot sure. i was gonna say you've got to for sure uh, mm. it's rare super rare right usually it's for like it's like shady dealings right like it's something something's mm-hmm. not right, something's <laughs> not right. <laughs> yeah you always see you see the hot chick walk in you're like you're not supposed to be here 
This is and everybody knows it. <laughs> and it's there, funny to act normal around that. Like, what? Why are you here? Yeah. Like, how do you how do you, how do you navigate through that? Like, yeah. I uh, you know I used to uh, I lived in Cleveland for a while, and um, I had a drive I had a dive bar across the street from where I lived. Same sort of deal, man. Like, there would be like the one off, just like attractive woman would come in and like you know the needle skipped the tumbleweed rolled by you know some old some old man's glasses fogged up when she walked in you know what i mean and it's just like yeah exactly right so you know it's a it's a different vibe man so all right so you know you got so you started off in the dive bar scene did you then move into the clubs did you get that i did so uh so after that, I worked at, <laughs> I applied to a gay club in Miami because they're like, yo, man, you're going to bank. I was going to say, oh. you make a lot, dudes make a lot of money. Crazy, crazy. I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, what do I got to do though? I'm not with that like super funny shit. It's the 2000s. I know it's 2020 and we're all fluid and shit, but I was like, nah, son. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I got to do, bro? Um, I didn't end up getting the job because I ended up going to school in Tampa. Okay. So I moved up to Tampa to USF and okay. then I started working with the clubs there. Ah, okay. I have, uh, I have partied in Tampa actually. I went to a club there. It was like four floors and I cannot remember the name of the place. In Ebor City. What is it? Was it in Ebor City? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Probably uh, called Prana, I think. Yes. Like four or five floors. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it yes. was. Yes. Uh, I have, and it's crazy because I remember, did you ever, did you work there? I did not work there, but I was, uh, I frequented often. Okay. So you, so you were in there. Yeah. That place, a different fuck. I, I remember that place. That shit was fucking nuts. There I was, tell people, Tampa's a sleeper city, man. Yeah. It got pretty, it got pretty jumping there. I will admit <laughs> that. Um, you know, when I was, and I was on there for a weekend, but it was like some work shit, but I definitely, uh, decided to live my best life. Um, so. <laughs> So you so you started working the clubs there. What uh so what was that like? How does how was that? It was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um when I started I think things closed at like two. So mm-hmm. being from Miami, you're used to shit going to like four, five, six. It doesn't close in Miami. Sure. In yeah. Tampa, when I first got there, things closed at two. But it was a uh, like I said, it's a sleeper city. There's beautiful people everywhere, um a lot of athletes, a lot of celebrities go to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I was fortunate enough to work in one of the better clubs saying I'm from Miami. Not even giving you a full resume. Just being like, yeah, I'm from Miami. They're like, oh, come on in. You're in. Uh, right. So it's kind of like Miami is like the New York City of Florida. <laughs> That's fair shit. That is yeah. fair and shit. When that it is. comes to the club scene, at least. Yeah, I was going to say, in terms of club life, like if you say yeah. you're in Miami, you're in. So anyway, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, so you were in, so you're in Tampa. I'm in Tampa. I'm in one of the better clubs. Um, and it was incredible. So, like I said, like athletes and Tampa's a sleeper city. I don't think people understand that. Uh, the Yankees have their their facilities there. So yep. I was there when like Jeter was throwing his birthday parties there. Like, oh shit! Jordan, Tiger Woods would show up. Like it was crazy. They had the Super Bowl there a couple times while yeah. I was there. Yo, that's pretty lit, man. Yo, it was. It's absolutely incredible, dude. Like it was one of the best times of my life. What? Uh, so, did you work uh, Jeter's birthday party? I didn't. Uh, I worked his free party. Okay. Because he would throw his parties in the Hard Rock there and in another place called Whiskey South. 
Okay. So I, I bounced for, I did bouncing and bartending and I did bounce one of his parties one time. Interesting. Interesting. And it, it's, it's insane. I've, I've never seen so many beautiful women and I've, I've never been more envious of people than I was that night. I mean, you know, our last episode, uh, my homie, uh, my homie Chris, uh, was on, uh, shout out to you, Chris Milhouse. Uh, and he was talking about just, uh, he was working in a bar in LA and, you know, it was just, again, just the most beautiful people that ever walked the planet, just walk in. So I can imagine you felt much the same as Jeter's pre-party. Like, Oh. It was insane. Jordan said, uh, I think they were on a blonde kick. So Jordan, I know the last dance is on right now. So yeah, like, very timely. I remember Jordan went up to my, my coworker and was like, yo, I just want blondes back here. He's like, Jeter <laughs> just wants blondes tonight. So every girl in VIP was blonde. They only wanted blondes. Wait, you said Jeter and Jordan, say they both would do that? Jeter, Jordan, and Tiger Woods were in a VIP area. Oh, all blondes. three of them together. Yo, Jim, I'm telling you, this shit was crazy, son. That's, that's like, that's over, like, Jeter, Jordan, and Tiger Woods in one room, right? That is like five countries, like, gross national product <laughs> in one room. Yo. I mean, Jordan oh. by himself is worth more than a country, right? So, tack on Jeter and fucking Woods. Holy shit. And they, at, like, at the height of their careers, well, Jordan was coming down, obviously, but like, Cheater and Tiger were killing it. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, at this early two thousands, yeah, they're fucking crushing it. I mean, this is when Tiger was fucking mad bitches too, right? He was like on the, he was on the, on the kick. Yeah, and not only was he, but again, you know, this is a whole other different podcast. But he basically was just doing like the, he was just being so messy about it. You could tell that he had never, he had never been a philanderer before because he was just like. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're a waitress at Chili's? Let's fuck. And it's like, Tiger, you... you give nerds money, man. You give nerds money and they fucking... They lose <laughs> they their fucking minds, man. Like, Tiger, you can't fuck a waitress from Olive Garden, dude. Like, this is... You're Tiger Woods, bro. Like, you are worth way too much money for any of this. You cannot do this. So Tiger's fucking the same bitch as me and you are fucking. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not a problem. If if he and and again, he doesn't know. He didn't know his worth. I'll say that <laughs> he didn't know his value. So all right, so so Tampa was a wild time. You know, I'm sure you saw some crazy shit uh, working behind the bar. Let's uh, let's talk about it. What are some? What tell me? Let's get into some of the crazier moments uh, in your bartending career. Um, well, it was, again, it's a different time, man. Like bartending back then, maybe because I was younger too, it was a lot more fun. It was just, it's kind of the wild, wild west. Like there were all sorts of things happening, right? Wet t-shirt contests were a thing. Mm -hmm. Remember the thong song was out and everybody was just booty shows all over the place. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little reckless. It was a little, a little crazy back then. Okay. Uh... Um, like I said, the celebrity thing, Tampa... Sneaky. Also, I think before or after Portland, Tampa has like the most strip clubs per square mileage. I did know that. Yes. Um, I did see that somewhere. So, so factor that it's a, it's a nightclubs and it's, uh, what, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have what you would call a perfect recipe for debauchery. You know what I mean? It was beautiful. 
It's, it sounds like a beautiful time. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like, did you, so like, you know, you have, so when you work nightclubs, right, you know, there's certainly high volume pours, there's, you know, you got to turn, 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 which is going to lead people to get fucking hammered, right? That's, that's the recipe, right? Um, tell it, you know, do you have any of those, any of those tales of people just fucking falling out of their asses? Uh, definitely, man. Definitely. We threw, uh, we threw this thing called champagne wars one time at the club I worked at. It was called the drink. Okay. And they threw uh, champagne wars where they got all these dudes with money and they would come and they would battle each other to who would buy the most champagne. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. So there was like minimums, like $10,000 minimum for this table. And then the bar, if you get a bottle, you get a shot of this. So you get another bottle of Patron or it was, champagne. when I tell you, it was like a, like a battlefield, like 300. Yeah. Where there were just bodies <laughs> all over the floor. <laughs> Dude, we legit had to call like cops. We had to call the ambulance. People were like passed out, like passed out. Jesus Christ, man. At like 1.30, you're stepping over bodies. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, and it was insane, man. It was incredible. <laughs> champagne. And so like... So with, so with the champagne war, right? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm listening. Uh, <laughs> there, so you'd walk in, let's say I'm a dude, right? I walk yeah. in and the owner or whoever is like, you know, th- is there like a minimum? Is that what it is? So like, yeah, there's definitely to... minimums for the tables that you want. Okay. Um, if you want to order it at the bar, usually it's, they don't let you order bottles from the bar, but on this particular night, they were like, fuck it. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's just pack the shit in here. So people would come into the bar, and we had cases and cases stacked. So they were like, if you want to order a bottle at the bar, just give it to them. Because so many people were asking. Jesus. And uh, there were like 350 for like uh, Ace of Spades. Yeah. And they're like, throw it. And dudes were just to the head, bottles to the head. God damn, man. And so what was that? So what was like the aftermath of that? I mean, like, yes, there's bodies all over the floor. Like... (laughs) Do you have people throwing up? Like what? Jim, it was it was a literal war zone, man. It was uh yeah, people throwing up, people passed out on the couches, people falling on floors, like it, it looked like a war scene, dude. Like people holding people up, dragging <laughs> people from the floor. <laughs> like And this is and I and I can bet, right? Because this is what, early two thousands? Uh yeah, it was like like Mid two thousand, like two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay, so I'm envisioning the flyer for this is like the like Master P album covers. <laughs> Do you know what like I mean? <laughs> yeah, like there's fire. There's like a dumpster on fire. There's money like behind the fire and shit. Is like that bling bling everywhere? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lot of blinging, a lot of a lot of a lot of all that shit going on. Yeah, this totally makes sense. It was crazy. It was crazy. Now, you said you bounced a little bit, right? I did. I did. So I'm assuming uh, in Tampa that, you know, we probably saw some shit uh, getting some people thrown out of there. Can you uh, you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. First of all, I was the worst bouncer of all time. Uh, <laughs> I'm... I'm a, I'm like six four, like two fifteen, two twenty, but I'm not threatening. I'm too smiley to be a bouncer. Oh, okay, got it. Nobody's afraid of me. I can't. I, I don't have no bass in my voice. Like, Yo, get the fuck out of here! Right, right. Nobody's right. afraid of me. Uh, my first night, I saw this dude was belligerent, drunk, talking shit, 
And uh, it was like three in the morning, the club had closed. And uh, he was harassing some ladies and the whole bouncer team decided to stop this guy out because he was being so disrespectful. No shit, man. Our first night, right? So (laughs) he's talking shit. They beat this dude's fucking ass. Oh, my God. I'm sitting back watching. And they look at me. They're like, hey, new guy, you want to get in on this? (gasps) Yo, that's a tested me right then and there, Jim. Yo, man, they're also trying to get you to make your bones. Cause <laughs> I've watched enough mafia films. It Once was you... a test. It was a test, bro. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, well, statues of limitations passed. Uh, did you then, uh, stomp this dude? I did not, bro. Good. You probably I did not. Did I, uh, <laughs> I couldn't do it. They were, it was almost, it was, it was too much. It was too much. Yeah, it's, and also like, yeah, I mean, what, what point are you proving at that point other than you're just being fucking savage human beings, right? You're being a bully. They're like stomping on his face and his head. And I'm like, bro, the guy's done. He's drunk as shit too. He's just like, not really feeling it. He's like, no. Oh my God. You guys guys win. That's it. The guy, the guy's done. Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't, uh, uh, succumb to the peer pressure of that, right? That's, that's important. So now here's my question, right? So kind of going back to like working behind the bar, right? Yeah. What, like, I mean, did you ever see, I mean, I'm curious about this. Um, any like first dates or like any of like the, like bringing this, bring the chick to the club sort of deal? I've always wondered if that ever happened. It does happen every now and again. Not as not as often. Not as often as now. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I now was a whole different game. But back then, not so much. It'd usually be like couples mm-hmm. or people just starting to kind of mess around a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is always interesting because the club is the worst place to take somebody you just started fucking with. Yeah. I mean. There's too many attractive people. There's too many elements of like an old person coming in or somebody liking you or liking her. It's. Recipe for disaster. Oh my god! Did you ever see any uh, any fights? Any uh, couple uh, couple fights at the club? I I uh, I did see this girl pull up one time. Her man was in the club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She pulled the crazy Puerto Rican chick. She had rollers in her hair with a fucking <gasps> nightgown. Yes. She pulled up, walked right in, and dragged this fucking ass straight out the club. <laughs> And it that's was the greatest funny. thing I've ever seen in my life. That's fucking funny. Uh, have to have to assume that the uh, bartenders uh, or the uh, bouncers did not ask for ID when she came she in. Walked, she walked right in. They were scared. Of her. They were terrified of her. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know the vibes. You know. What <laughs> she, she pulled up. She was about to spray the whole place, and they were like, "Yo, you good? It's all go, you, baby." I know you're here for one person. <laughs> when you're dressed Somebody, like, Smith, they might be like, "He's in the back." Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing is when you're dressed like that, you don't go to meet people. You're going to meet a person. A it person. is just Somebody's one. Gonna... Maybe two because they might be together. <laughs> because you might have had some suspicions, and now it is time to confirm those suspicions. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a pretty wild one. Did you uh, did you see the uh, aftermath, or did you see did she catch the dude and uh, she dragged him out? You said right. Yeah, she dragged him out. Oh my god, that is—I would have loved—I would have loved to have heard that conversation. (laughs) 
you would be both wrong. Yeah, that that sounds like it would have been a uh, a whole. He different. knew he was fucked up. He knew he fucked up because he did. He said nothing. Jim. He just walked right behind it. Like you got me. Yep, I'm caught. <laughs> I did. I did this. You're right. Hands up. Walking out. <laughs> That's did the perp walk. He did, <laughs> did the perp walk out of the club. It's a perp walk, bro. It was a rat to him. It was That's a rat to him. fucking funny, dude. Um, so, so you bar so how long were you bartending in Tampa for? In Tampa, uh, for about six or seven years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six or seven years. Fun as shit, man. Good times, good money. I was going to ask you, I mean, I'm assuming if you have like every possible athlete, uh, funneling through there that the money, they're just throwing money all over the place. It was insane. I remember I used to make fun of my friends. I was such a piece of shit. I was young. And I used to be like, you niggas are in a recession, not me. And I would spread my money out. Oh. Show them all my bills. Like, a, like what rappers do now. I was doing that back then. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got I'd it. I pick up the phone with my stacks. Oh, <laughs> that. The classic, uh, the classic stack, uh, money, money calling. All, all ones. All ones, which was not baller at all. <laughs> no, that's balling on a budget. You know what I mean? Balling that's, on a budget. Balling, balling on a budget is uh, not an uncommon uh, 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 thing to, to have happen, right? So yeah, it was a good time. So now you, uh, so you were there. Uh, you bartended in Tampa for uh, six, seven years, um, and then you yeah. came up here. You moved up to New York. Well, I guess where I am, right? Yeah. Okay. Did you did you continue to bartend when you were here? Um, no, when I first got here, I, uh, I, I worked at a gym for a little bit. Okay. Up in, uh, in New Rochelle. Yep. Yep. I'm familiar. And that didn't last too long. Yeah, that sucked. And then I found a job at a rooftop bar and, uh, in Times Square. Oh, Jesus. What, uh, what, uh, how did that, how did that go? My, uh, it's, it was the decline, the descent to hating bartending was New York bartending for me. In, okay, well, let's talk about it. I mean, what, uh, how was, how did that differ? I mean, what was like Tampa, Tampa bartending life compared to, uh, New York rooftop bar life like? Uh, well, it's off rip. It's pretentious, right? You're in New York. Sure. It's right. a rooftop bar. It wasn't touristy though. It's a, the Knickerbocker Hotel. It wasn't touristy. Mm hmm. A lot of like, uh, like business bros. Got it. Where the bros so go to play. Hands, a lot of old fashions, a lot of vodka martinis, a lot of gin martinis, I Cosmos. Oh, I know, I know yeah. the vibes. I know the, yeah. I know the, I know the soul crushing vibes that you speak of. <laughs> so in Tampa, it felt good because I'm like, we were all equal. We we're all having a good time. I came to New York and when you're behind the bar in New York, sometimes you automatically feel like, Everybody thinks they're better than me on the other side of that bar. Yes, I could see how that I could see that uh, coming into play, being factored in, um, especially because, like, I feel like New York more than other. In a, you know, I've not having worked in a bar, but <laughs> having hung out in enough of them, uh, <laughs> I've and I've been to all of them. Uh, <laughs> That when I have been in those sorts of bars and those spaces where the bros go to play, um, they are being waited on. There's very much, you are waiting on me and yes. I am paying for you. I'm giving you, uh, I, your, your dignity is in this tip. And so now that I have tipped you a dollar, uh, yeah. it is now, 
you are now. I at, you now. Yeah, you you are now at my beck and call, right? Yeah. So interesting. Um, what? Uh, so I mean, was there was there any uh, memorable highlights from the from the Knickerbocker? Um, first of all, I think it's a it's a I, I'm not promoting it. Okay. I, I think it's one of the most beautiful rooftops in New York City that nobody knows about, really. Interesting. Um, I spent my first year in New York at that rooftop for New Year's Eve with a ball drop is right there. Oh, wow. Fuck. So my first year, that was my experience, is watching the ball drop on a rooftop literally right next to it. Jesus. And uh, that was insane. I swear to God, I thought I was going to make $10,000 that night, though. <laughs> I should have. Hey, for the record, for the record, should have put down put down ten grand. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy interesting. Um, what? A, what? Yeah, what a different experience. It really, it really hit me a little harder. I'm like, oh, I'm not in Florida anymore. This was this was the big leagues, right? Of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's official out here. Now, did you get any sort of? Was there any celebrity sightings uh, at that place? Absolutely. We. Um, the first GM of the hotel was a super cool younger cat. Um, we had the NBA draft party there in like 2015. Okay. So Dwayne Wade, Carl Anthony Towns, um, D'Angelo Russell. Oh, we shit. had the Ant-Man premiere. The what? Ant-Man, you said? Ant- Ant-Man premiere was there, yeah. Okay. Um, 50 Cent, when he did F and Vodka, we did his promotional thing there. Oh, wow. Was he there? He was. He was. Oh, okay. Um, so, he doesn't, he's not much of a drinker though, from what I've heard. No, he didn't, he didn't drink anything. Nah, that is not, uh, not part he of it. He was the there for like, he was there for like 15 minutes and then he left. He just collected his check and bounced. Yeah, I was going to say that is, uh, that is, and I would, you'd know probably better than me having worked around that sort of like celebrity appearance. They show up literally for 10 and 15 minutes. You're like, all right, <laughs> you have all seen me here and I'm out. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. And like that, and like that, I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, so interest. Yeah. So you've, you've, you've been, uh, you have seen the stars uh, as they play, if you will. I have, I have. I have. That's Not as, I, I wish I could see a little more recklessness. I've heard stories of other bartenders telling me about how reckless they've seen some celebrities. I don't think I got to that point. You weren't, you weren't quite there. Um, no. from Tampa to New York, um, at least Tampa. No, Tampa saw some recklessness. Yes. Tampa saw some recklessness. Which, uh, hey, look, you know, I'm not moving on a timeline with this. So if there's something (laughs) that jumps back up, uh, from your Tampa days, uh, feel free. You know, we've got, I open the floor to you. My friend, actually, my friend, I had two friends who had sex with Michael Irvin. I hate, I can be name dropping. I mean, I'm not famous. I don't give a shit. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, fuck it, man. Two of these chicks had sex with uh, Michael Irvin. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And in the at back the, of the club. Shit. Uh, and, and now you were working at the time? I or was working. Was... I was bartending at the time. Holy and shit. Super Bowl week. It was the, uh, what Super Bowl was it? It was the Arizona Cardinals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. I want to say. I remember. I, I, I think you're right. Is that uh, the one? Yeah. I think that was like right. later on. It was like, oh, like 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was in Tampa. Wow, shit, man. So, 
it, that was wild. That was wild. Again, it is. I I I feel like you said it at the top, but it's like the Wild West. Uh, it sounds like where just there's there. I feel like there are more rules here in New York, at least when it comes to that sort of why. Like, yes, yeah. they party. Yes, things can get crazy. But like, I feel like in a place like Tampa, like the weather's hot and you know there's the ocean breeze and people just want to. It's Florida fun. too, right? Like it's Florida. And it's Florida. And it's Florida. It's in Florida. Nobody gives a shit when they come to Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Look, man. Yeah. You know what? If you want to, that's cool. If you don't, that's fine too. Whatever. How do you, how do you? I might have witnessed a couple murders dead in the club. Just walk out. It's, it is what it is. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's just how that goes, right? Florida, dude. Well, all right. Well, you know, these are good, man. And, you know, I appreciate them. Um, you know, do you got any, uh, is there any other ones before we jump into our, uh, our next segment here? Nah, bro. All right. We're good. All right. We'll keep on, keep on clipping here. Uh, so now that brings us to our next segment, which is, um, our questions for the bartender. So now I'm going to ask you, and I know you have, uh, long since retired from the game, uh, you know, retired like Jay-Z did, uh, if you remember. If you remember that, remember that little fun, uh, dive. Right, right back. <laughs> Jumped right back in, said, you know what? Black album be damned. We are not <laughs> doing that, right? Um, so, um, yeah, let's get into our, let's get into our questions. You know, these are five questions that, uh, we ask all of our bartenders who come on here and we are going to kick that off right now. So here we go. Just waiting for him to load. I don't know why all oh, the world's falling apart. That's why. Here we go. All right. This is the this is the most tightest run production of a podcast you will ever see in your life. Uh, so, first question: What is a misconception people have about being a bartender? Uh, that they make more money than bartenders. Hmm. Interesting. I think a lot of people look down on bartenders and servers for that case. Like, uh, hey, listen, I make, I pay, I pay your salary or whatever. Sure. And although that is true at times, right, with the tipping. Right. Your little bit of money does not give me all my money. Mm, right. Honestly, it doesn't affect me that much. Even if you, you have to give me, me personally, above a certain amount of money for me to be like, okay, you have affected my night. Sure. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. So kind of, you know what I'm saying? absolutely. I mean, it kind of comes back to, um, what we were talking about with bar, uh, with bros at the bar in New York where it's like, I'm tipping you a dollar and now you are in my pocket. It's like, not, yeah. not so that's, much. That's, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. This is you, like you could, you know, this guy, like you can walk away and someone else is going to walk up. And I'm going to be fine. So, and I'll be fine. But depending on where you work, too, some of these bartenders, and I, I tell you no lie, Jim, are making easy six figures. Like, easy. Yeah. Like, like not even also like, oh, I just barely broke six figures. No, they're like, they're making more money than you think they are, depending on where you work. Sure, right, exactly. Um, and I believe I believe that. I absolutely do believe that. Um, I mean... At a certain time, that was happening. Uh, you yeah. know, obviously, yeah, we have a whole, that's a whole other ball of wax. Um, so, all right. So first question. All right. That's our first question. Second question. Uh, I'm interested to hear this. What is the biggest tip you've received as a bartender? Oh, shit. Uh, personally or like, 
as yeah. a group. Yeah, we do I, like four pounds. Sure. I mean, you have like pool tips together. Um, personally, yeah. like you, like I have, I got five hundred dollars sometimes. What for? Like, uh, just one one person dropped you five hundred. Was like, here you go. One person gave me five bills. Jesus for Christ. Like, for like two drinks. Yo, that was this was in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm about to fuck around and risk my life and get to Tampa, man. <laughs> yeah. I will fuck yeah. around and start bartending there right now. Five bills for two drinks. If I had a time machine, I'd go right back. <sighs> Oof. That is uh that is money right there, dude. Yeah. And for two drinks, Crazy. mind you, not a not a whole night thing. Nice nice guy, nice gal, clearly. It was a dude, it was an older man. Uh he had some type of business. He was super cool. He was there early. It was like, you know, like 10 o'clock, the bar opens. He was there like at 10.05. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I don't know what he was looking for. I think he was a little little zooted up, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so perhaps he meant to put down a 20? <laughs> and... I don't know what he meant to put down, but I wasn't going to question it. Nah, yeah, you don't ask. Uh, you don't answer. Uh, you don't ask the question around that. Oh, I was just like, was... thank you. He didn't even give me shit. I was like, oh, man, thanks. Appreciate it. Just in case he did fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> play it cool. Be like, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> Don't, uh, don't be like, what the? Just like, oh, thanks. Got it. If I showed too much reaction, he might have realized he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I see you. I see you out here, Jay. I see you moving. The so, hustle. Mm-hmm. The hustle, hustle don't stop. <laughs> Doesn't stop. Now, uh, second or third question. What's you, what is your pet peeve of a customer? What is the one thing you're like, you know what? Don't ever do that again. Um, when it's busy, not knowing what you want to drink. Mm, okay. I think people's, people's self-awareness in the bars are really, really bad. It's really, really bad. Um, just come up to the bar. You've been to a bar before. You know what you want. <laughs> you should. If, if, if you, you should. If it's busy. If it's not, I get it. You want to look through the book. You want to see a cocktail menu. I get that. But if it's busy and you see people are waiting and the bartender's busting their ass, just go up there knowing what you want and knowing what you want to order for your friends if you have some. Mm, right. I think a lot of people are just very, they're not really self-aware when it comes to their surroundings at a bar. Yeah. And, and that is the one place you absolutely have to be aware of your fucking surroundings. Absolutely. You should absolutely. be at least. All right. So question four, if you owned your own bar, what would you name it? Oh shit. It's a very heady meta question. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. What would I name it? I don't want to do it like the hipsters are doing now with all these fucking weird places. I would, my shit would just be like, we here, nigga. Like, that's it. <laughs> I have to say, we here, nigga, is not only the best name for a bar I've ever heard, um, but uh, out of, again, out of the 18 episodes, that is now the top name of a bar. <laughs> we here, nigga. Where that's... you at? We here, nigga? Where the fuck you at? <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I love it. Well, you won. Uh, I was going <laughs> to keep going with the questions, but I feel like, no. Um, so, <laughs> our final question. What is your favorite drink to have? Man. What do you, what do you drink? I'm, I'm such a simple-ass dude, bro. Like, I, I I don't care for the mixed cocktails, none of that. I don't have a specialty drink, bro. Like, I can drink a beer or a vodka soda okay. or an old-fashioned. I, I it depends on the mood. It depends on who I'm with. Okay. I'm usually a beer dude. Like, I'm good with a beer. Just a, hey, look, again, there is no wrong answer here, Jay. Yeah. 
if if the, if you're a beer, you're a beer, man. I get it, dude. Man, I know some bartenders take that to offense. Also, too, it's not like even craft beers. I'll drink like a fucking Miller Light. I'd be like, yeah, bye. We here, niggas. <laughs> nice little, little little callback for you, sir. That's that's why you are who you are, bro. Mm-hmm. See that? Now. <laughs> So that is all right. So those are our five questions. Thank you, thank you for also bringing the best bar name I've ever heard in my life, uh, <laughs> as well as you know being a very uh, salt of the earth cat uh, with your with your drink choice. I respect that. Appreciate it, man. I try. Now uh, we are going to get into our final segment. This is probably my favorite part of the show, and that is what were you drinking now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read a post from my Facebook timeline, and I will say it is one of the messier posts that I've seen, so we can only assume that this person has been drinking when they wrote it, because there's no other uh, uh, motive behind this other than alcohol. And it is up to you (laughs) as a bartender, as someone who has witnessed a champagne war, right? You have seen people drunk. Okay. The trenches. You've been in the trenches. You know what it looks like. You've seen so many different ways people have been drunk. For you to tell us, what do you think they were drinking? All right. Here we go. <clears throat> I am fucking tired from, I'm fucking tired of giving uh, my all to women just to be laughed at at the end. Like, what the fuck? So pissed. Oh, oh, that's hurt. Yeah, I'll read it again. That's, there's hurt behind that. I'm fucking tired. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, and this is all just like grammatically all over the place. I'm am tired fucking drain from giving women to giving to women just to be laughed at at the end. Like what the fuck? So, so pissed. Oh, so we are grammatically all over the place. Factor that in with your, uh, I would say your assessment here. Okay. It's got whiskey base. Something definitely whiskey base. Okay. You're feeling whiskey vibe. Something brown, something that made him a little angry. Okay. Yes, I can. I hear that. I also hear that in these words. Maybe a little bit of whiskey dick problem. You know, maybe he couldn't. He couldn't perform. Wasn't wasn't ready. Wasn't there. Maybe it sounds sad. It sounds hurt. There's hurt in there. There, and not only is there hurt, but there's also um, inability to put all the words together. So. <laughs> I would say I would agree with you. I mean, this is your it's your assessment and you are you're you know, we I have to defer to the expert here. Um, But I would also then think of the volume of whiskey, because I don't feel like this is just one shot. I feel like this is this is a lot of whiskey. This Um, guy was throwing him back. Maybe some J-Mo, maybe a couple old fashions. He definitely mixed a little bit. Right. Yeah. Shot. He might have been super happy at one point and then came crashing down. Alcohol will do that. Alcohol yes, has... He's listening to Drake in his room right now. Just... <laughs> hurt. Hurt. There's, emotional. You hear, you hear the hurt. You certainly... I hear it. You hear it. I read it. You heard it. You felt it. You know it. Right? So... <laughs> That is our our final segment. Uh, what were you drinking? Uh, thank you for your insight, sir. You know that is again, oh, it's important you. to uh, get this. Uh, you know, de- defer to the experts, right? You don't want to bring in your own assessment here. You got to go with uh, who knows the score here. Uh, so you know that'll that'll do it for us here. Uh, our uh, 18th episode of Open Bar Talk podcast. Uh, you know, very excited to have you on the show, Jay. I'm glad uh, we could get you get you in here, sir. Uh, is there anything you want to plug uh, before we? 
get out of here? Instagram handle, website, anything uh, you want uh, folks want to find you? Yeah, follow me, uh, JC Fresco, on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Jake Castillo on Facebook. Uh, I'm funny sometimes, not usually, but, you know, every now and again I, I drop dimes. Uh, same. Uh, I, I hear you. Sometimes, sometimes it works out. Sometimes. Other times, you know, it's like, should I said that out loud? Probably not. <laughs> right, fuck these thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> probably should have. Probably should have kept that one in the can. Uh, but all right, Jay, thank you. Uh, thank you again. Uh, thanks for the plug here, Sarah. Uh, go look up Jay. He's a very funny, dude. Uh, you're gonna enjoy his enjoy his musings. Uh, if you want to find, it, man. of course, man. I'm glad. I'm glad to get you on here, fam. Um, now, if you want to find our show again, I'll plug that, uh, openbartalk at gmail.com, uh, openbartalk on Instagram. Uh, these are the places to get at, uh, the show. Uh, you go to the Instagram page, you're going to see some really funny stories, uh, some shit, uh, from when I was a, uh, drunk maniac in my hay. Uh, very fun to read about, uh, I hope. Now. Uh, if you want to find me personally, I'm at Jim Search on all social media. JimSearchComedy.com is a good place to uh, get at me. Uh, of course, rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, these are the places to find this show. Uh, you know, and go back to the old catalog, man. You know, we've got uh, now 18 episodes. You know, so we're a uh, uh, season and a half into this show, and it's only been fun, you know, I mean, bartenders have some of the most craziest experiences, and, you know, to document all these and to have them live uh, in a space so that you can uh, go back and hear these stories, I think, is important, because the nightlife is fucking nuts. So, all of that said, you know, again, Jay, thank you for uh, pulling up here uh, today, my friend. Um, if you uh, make sure you're, you know, again, staying safe out there, folks, uh, and support your uh, support your bars, man. You know, a lot of bars got um, GoFundMe pages and shit, so your local spot, uh, make sure you throw them a couple bucks because they're, you know, everyone's fucked up in the game, but got to throw some people who uh, ain't got shit, uh, you know, throw them something. So that'll do it for us. Make sure you put a water between each drink, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.